Earlier at our 9 a.m. service, we were joined by Jay Mallon, who was asked by Bishop Marianne to create a video about our thriving children's ministry to be shown later this month at our diocesan convention. It's an honor for us to be recognized by our leadership, and it's also been a lot of fun for Katie and I to visit with Jay about why children are such an integral part of Christ Church. Here in the shadow of our nation's Capitol building, we aspire to be a community where people of all ages, races, sexual orientations, political leanings, and incomes feel welcome, accepted, and included. Every Sunday, we remind ourselves that this is God's table, not ours, which means all people are welcome here. Part of what we understand all this to mean is that whether you are two years old or 82 years old or any age in between, we honor your full participation in our community and the gifts that you bring. Our children offer unique gifts. As the current stewards of Christ Church and our Episcopal tradition, we adults have a precious responsibility to always be passing along our values to the next generation. What we do is not about us, it's about them, encouraging and empowering and loving them as they grow. Our world can be a hard place. It can feel really dark at times. I pray that our children at Christ Church know that they stand on a solid foundation here, that they're loved and supported by an entire community, that God smiled when God created them and placed God's thumbprint upon their souls, and that there is absolutely nothing they can do in their life that will change the fact that God loves them. Every year on the first Sunday after Epiphany, we hear this story of Jesus being baptized. This morning's version is from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus is baptized by his cousin John. And as he comes up out of the water, a voice from heaven says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. A contemporary translation of the New Testament called the message translates that phrase, with whom I am well pleased, as the delight of my life. So as Jesus is baptized, God says to Jesus, you are the delight of my life. God shares these same words with each of us when we're baptized. You are the delight of God's life. Your core truth is that you're loved. There is nothing that you can do to change the fact that God loves you. Whatever you believe or don't believe about God does not change God's love for you. God's love isn't based upon what you think or what you do or who you love or who you vote for. God loves you because God created you to be you. We're connected to each other in part 
because of the way that God loves each of us. We're all related. No one is ever left out. In God's eyes, we all belong. We claim these truths in our ritual of baptism. Sacred rituals play an important role in our lives. They're different from everyday patterns of behavior. For instance, every morning when I arrive in the office, I stop and check in with our administrator, Jordan, and then I go upstairs and I turn on New Orleans Saints sports radio. (laughs) That's not the type of ritual I'm talking about. Sacred rituals convey spiritual potential. They're capable of helping move us into deeper water, guiding us towards understandings of our meaning and identity. Rabbi Chaim Stern, an important thinker in Reformed Judaism, describes sacred rituals as poetry in action. He says that sacred rituals do for life what poetry does for words by providing a spiritual framework and a broadened perspective. Amidst the busyness of our lives, sacred rituals invite us to pause, reflect, and wonder. There's evidence in our scripture that sacred rituals were important to Jesus and his family. When Jesus was eight days old, his family brought him to the temple to be named and circumcised. We remembered that story last Sunday. When he was 40 days old, he was brought back to be presented in the temple. The Gospel of Luke tells us that Jesus' family regularly observed Passover And also that when Jesus was 12, he stayed behind in the temple in order to ask questions of the elders, a ritual that Jewish families participate in through bar and bat mitzvahs. In this morning's gospel story, Jesus embraces being baptized by John, and he then takes off on a 40-day wilderness pilgrimage meant to help him discover his purpose. Even Jesus had to make discoveries about himself. Sacred rituals played a role in his spiritual journey. Our sacred ritual of baptism, which serves as our initiation right into the church, is not magic. Good things and bad things happen to people who have been baptized and people who haven't. It shields us from neither heartbreak nor suffering. Baptism doesn't answer every question nor solve every problem. It doesn't erase all doubts. Baptism does, however, ground us in the truths that we all belong, that God delights in us, and that there is nothing we can do to change God's love for us. I've baptized people in old, beautiful fonts, small glass bowls, and wide, muddy rivers. I've baptized a baby only weeks old, an older gentleman in the last weeks of his life, and one of my childhood best friends when we were in our 20s. There's no one way to do it. Someone once told me that we in the Episcopal Church tend to baptize more babies than adults, as a way of emulating that same naming ceremony that Jesus himself went through as an eight-day-old infant. 
I like that sentiment. But what I'm drawn to the most is the idea that no matter how old you were or wherever your baptism took place, that you heard it told to you that you are the delight of God's life. Our children need to hear that message, that God delights in them. We all need to hear that message. I truly believe that I am the person that I am today because of all the people who've been generous to me along my journey. Many of these folks who have shown up for me at the inflection points in my life were people that I grew up sharing a church with in suburban Louisiana. They helped raise me, encourage me, love me. I want my boys to know that type of love and support. I want that for their friends. I want that for every child in this community. There's wisdom in the adage that it takes a village to raise a child. I'll add to that, it takes a healthy faith community to help each of us live out that in God's eyes, we all belong. In the name of God, amen.